ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد ان سوره الجمعه one thing that Allah does Allah connects the heart of the believer with the importance with the priority of Jum'a on a weekly basis there's this weekly opportunity that Allah is telling us to treat this opportunity as a priority not to treat it as something that's you know more second class something that's more of a cast off Allah is telling us no make this not just a priority make this priority number one for that window of time at the end of the day Allah gave us all the time that we have in the first place any rizq any sustenance any resources any money any opportunity any blessing period however big or small or anywhere in between regardless of the quantity or quality it comes from Allah it goes back to Allah so if Allah gave us all of this in the first place Allah gave us these seven days in the first place what Allah is telling us is to carve out some of that time that I gave you for me and I'll take care of all these other distractions that initially may have pulled you away from Jum'ah but you made it a priority for me and if you're willing to make me a priority then I will give you what it is that you want and need and more so Allah says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu idha nudiya lis-salati min yawmil jum'ah fas'au ila dhikrillahi wa dharul bayt Allah tells us O oh, you who believe that when it's time for Jum'ah when it's time for Friday prayer make it a priority even if you're on the brink of cashing in on an extremely lucrative deal think of like a million dollar deal a billion dollar deal Allah is saying even then Jum'ah is more important but this and that and the numbers and look at the zeros and the figures and Allah is saying that's in my hands more than it's in your hands I know what I'm telling you make Jum'ah a priority period because that deal at the end of the day may be bad for you you don't know it but I know there may be no barakah in that you may not see it but I see it so if we truly believe if we truly believe in the the depth of the meaning of la ilaha illallah then we have to take a step back and ask ourselves how do we treat jumu'ah cuz oftentimes that's a litmus test that reflects our relationship with Allah as a whole if a person is consistently making jumu'ah priority that's a good sign and if a person is consistently neglecting it and there's no excuse and they're always running late and there's really no good reason for it and they don't really care and then during the khutbah they're going through their phone or you know they're they're talking to the person next to them or what did the prophet teach us sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam the prophet taught us that you're not entering jannah until and unless you spread salam amongst yourselves afsha salama bainakum famous hadith as important as that is from another angle the prophet taught us that during the jumu'ah khutbah even if someone says salam to you don't respond the same one teaching us that salam spreading peace with our words and actions is one of the key keys to jannah the same one is telling us but during the jumu'ah khutbah no because it's that important because it's that exceptional you have the norm 
But this is exceptional. This is different. This is, this is to a different caliber. This is in a completely different category. So we should ask ourselves, what are we doing immediately before Jumu'ah? What are we listening to in the car when driving here, for example? How are we talking? How are we using our words? What are we listening to? So on and so forth. That's before. And then during, the Prophet also taught us وسلم, Now, this was specifically relevant back then, but it's definitely generally relevant today. That'll make sense in a second. The Prophet, he even said وسلم, that you should not even be playing with the pebbles in front of you on the ground during the khutbah. Now back then they had that type of ground. Now we may not have it. A person may think, well, you know, we don't have pebbles, so it's all good. My phone is, it's not a pebble, so we think we can outsmart the sunnah, subhanAllah. What, what, what's the intention really? What's the Prophet teaching us? Don't even do these normally little mundane things that we typically would think don't really make much of a difference. The Prophet is saying, don't even do that. Don't even do that. Don't play with the pebbles in front of you. Don't say salam to people. Don't mess around when it comes to Jum'ah because that is time for Allah. That is time for Allah. And if a person manages to do a good job within that window of time, Allah gave us seven days. We can't dedicate a few minutes for Him and Him alone. We can. But we have to step our game up and do it. You find some people, they treat Jum'ah as, as an opportunity. They show up and they want to chit-chat with their buddies. They want to chit-chat with their friends. And they want to talk and talk and... That is not the time. Talk as much as you want before, talk as much as you want afterwards, but not during. Because who are you offending other than the people around you? The Prophet taught us if you ate raw garlic or onion, don't come to the masjid. This is the same person who taught us the importance of going to the masjid. But what he's teaching us, if you're going to do it, that's really good and really important, but have adab. Have adab. Talking to the people around you is not only annoying and, and, and a challenge for the others around you, and if a person doesn't have respect for them, then why are you here? Then what are you doing? You don't show up here to chit-chat during the khutbah. You make it a priority for Allah. Not for me, not for anyone else, for your own good. Because your heart is between you and Allah. And Allah teaches us in Surah Anfal that what He's calling us to, إِذَا دَعَاكُمْ لِمَا يُحْيِيكُمْ He's calling us to our own life. To things that give us life. We benefit from it. But it has to be for Allah. So what are we doing before? What are we doing during? It's not, if someone is chit-chatting during the khutbah, during Jum'ah, it's not just offensive to the others around them, but most importantly to God Himself. So we need to have respect. I promise you this, and for those who come from other faith, faith backgrounds know this. How is the church when you go to it on Sunday? You have your Sunday best, including the kids. You don't show up with the t-shirt with ketchup stains. You have your Sunday best. We should have our Friday best. You have your Sunday best. You don't hear a peep during the ceremony. Nothing. Why? Respect for, respect for the tradition. That's the idea. That's the intention to respect that sacred place, that house of worship. So how do others treat their traditions and their houses of worship in that special time out of the week? Oftentimes, it's, it's, it's a very high standard. But then we think to ourselves that we're so entitled to Jannah, we can show up and do whatever we want and not care about anything. Oh, but we're entitled to Jannah. Go through the Qur'an. Because if someone has that mentality, they must have never gone through the Qur'an. That sense of entitlement is one of the things that prevents a person from making it to Jannah. We ask Allah to protect us from that.
What's the main takeaway? Let's let's analyze and look at what are we doing immediately prior to Jum'ah, what are we doing during Jum'ah, and then what are we doing immediately after Jum'ah. Now, the the most important one of these three, of course, is the during, but the before and the after still tie into it. They still tie into it. So think of it more of as uh, think of it as a mountain, not necessarily as a column. Oh, it's only about Jum'ah. Before doesn't matter. After doesn't matter. No, you think of think of an athletic performance, right? You warm up beforehand, and then you have the game, and then afterwards there there may be treatment, there may be an ice bath, there may be something that ties in with it. It's after, but it still ties in with it. So there's the going up, there's the peak, and then there's the coming down. But each of these three components are important within their own right. No doubt the middle one's the most important, but all three of these. And the Prophet taught us this for any of our prayers. But it especially ties in with Jum'ah. We ask Allah for guidance and forgiveness. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasna fi al-akhirati hasna wa qina adab al-nar. We ask Allah to make us people of reflection. We ask Allah to make us people of Qur'an. We ask Allah to help us to try our best to do good and to have good adab with Him and His Messenger before Jum'ah, during Jum'ah, and then after Jum'ah. Amni Rabbil Alameen. Wa ma umiru illa liya'budullahu mukhlisina lahu dina hunafa' wa yuqimu salata wa yitu zakah. Wa dhalika dinu qaymah wa afnusah. Wa rakur Allah.